You ever been with somebody and just know it wasn't right, but you were kind of waiting for the right time to do it? Well, we talked to a girl a couple of months ago that was kind of in that same spot. Her apartment lease was coming up, and she was like, I, if I'm going to dip, I need to do it now. We kind of gave her that advice of like, well, it's a tricky time, but let's see what's going to happen. And what happened next? None of us could have seen coming with a follow-up Friday on the show today. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer, and this is the Feel Good Podcast that I do with my mom on a daily basis. Her name is Nancy Yancey. And uh, it's the podcast is all about live, laugh, and love your mom. It's, you're going to share our lives, and you're going to share yours. We're going to laugh together a lot. And we're going to love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. Well, happy birthday. I guess this is the last time we'll talk to you before your actual birthday, which is on Sunday, 27th. It better not be the last time you talk to me. Well, the we talk to you. (laughs) Do you have any big plans for your birthday? I do. I'm really quite excited. So on Saturday, I am meeting my BFF, Margot. Um at a cute little lunch place, and we are going to have lunch and spend the afternoon together. It's fun. Out on a patio, and it's supposed to be a beautiful, beautiful day here. So that'll be a lot of fun. And then on Sunday, your brother and sister and aunt, Brian's husband, not John because he's on call, and Jim and I are going to Monteluce which is a, a winery here in North Georgia That's that I've not been to yet, but we're going for brunch. That so, should be good. You want to come join us? I wish I had a second. Man, uh, I I don't have a free moment of my life right now. <laughs> like As oh. we're recording this, I'm like, Mom, we got to hurry up. Mom's like, kind of like just like slow talking as we're trying to get the show started. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, Mom, I don't have time. It's like really small talk right now. We just got to get going. <laughs> Straight, to business. Go. Straight to business. Straight to business. We just got to record today. It's fine. Yeah, it's uh, it's been super crazy. Uh, so what? Uh, you got any any? Here you are. You're on the the uh, dawn of the sixty eighth year of your life. I am. And like, how does that feel? What's that feel like? You're almost seventy mm-hmm. years old, which is just crazy to me. Having a seventy year old mother. It feels wonderful. Yeah. It does. I'm excited about this phase of life. Yeah. I'm retired and when it's not the pandemic, I can get out and do things that I really enjoy doing and be with people I really enjoy being with. Um I don't have responsibilities to an organization or really my kids because you <laughs> all are grown. I do have responsibilities to my husband. Um, yeah. And I mean, when I feel good, which I do most of the time, except for the past six weeks with this crazy shoulder thing, which is at least 50% better now that it's been six weeks. Um, in fact, that's my little victory. When we talk about, we're not there yet. (laughs) Don't skip ahead. Don't skip ahead. I know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just getting everyone excited. Okay. Okay. A little, little teaser. <laughs> okay. Got yeah. it. I lead such an exciting life, you know. I see that. Yeah. I see that. But yeah. Um, it's just what a do you number. Think, well, what do you think in, in 68 years, like of all the lessons that you've learned, hmm. as you've lived double, double the amount of time that I have almost, what do you think, looking back over your 68 years of life, do you think is the best lesson that you've learned? Hmm. Be kind. Hmm. Just be kind. It always comes back to you. Right. You know, and and we could all just be kind to one another. The world would be a much better place. My mom was trying to get out of doing her Sunday show before we came on recording. She's like, well, it's my birthday. I'm like, that's right. But you recorded the day before, which is not your birthday. She's like, but I have birthday plans. I'm like, well, then I guess you got to record Friday. <laughs> See what a taskmaster you are. I guess, I guess you got to. I guess you, you. got to. I got to keep you young. I, I can't keep wait you young. for you my review. I'm going to ask for a raise. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, they say about old people when they stop working, they die. So I got to keep you, oh. we're going to keep you doing this podcast for oh. forever. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. I can't give you more than two days off or you'll be. I either have to do this podcast or go back into the workforce. <laughs> yeah, something because you know oh. you know how old people are when they stop working. You'll get real old real fast. So I got to keep you got to keep your brain active. I know that's that's actually very true. We have to keep moving. We have to keep our brain going. There's a lot. And there's a lot to do as yeah. you get old. I was thinking about my friend that um, Barbara that died just a few months ago, and she was 87, and I, I am quite sure she may have weighed a hundred pounds, <laughs> and I am quite sure that probably for the last three years of her life, she was in pretty chronic back pain. Right. But that woman got up and got dressed every single day of her life. And I mean, she was out and about. She never missed an event. She never missed anything. She was always there. And I said to her one time, I said, why don't you just give yourself a break and right. like, in? And she said, oh no, if you do it one day, I'm afraid I won't get up. <laughs> and that's what, I, that's what I worry about. Wow. If you have one day off the podcast, who knows, oh, you know? I know. Let's who see. Knows what so this happen. is a rescue mission, huh? I know. Just trying. It's got to keep you alive for the world's sake. We got to keep you alive. You know. Let's see. Uh huh. We already lost RBG. We can't lose you too. Then we're oh, really yeah, going to be right. in trouble. I'm you know. In that category. <laughs> you know, my mom asked me a question a second ago, and I, it's actually a pretty valid question that I think as you get older, you have to start thinking about. She was like, "What are you going to do this weekend?" And honestly, like I. I, I work from, I get to the radio station about five and then I don't use, I come home at about, I got home about two today and then make lunch, take a really quick nap. And then I wake up and I do mama's boy stuff through about eight. And then I call Jess and we plan the show for about 30 minutes. And then I hop back in bed and that's my day right now. Do uh, you eat dinner? I eat dinner. I do. Oh. Typically, typically after I talk to Jess mm-hmm. or sometimes as I'm, as I'm, um, uh, talking to Jess, I make dinner. So it's like way too late. I'm making dinner like eight, nine o'clock. It's not good. Um, but I, um, my mom asked me the question, like, what are you doing this weekend? And mm-hmm. I, you know, so I'm tomorrow, I've got like a little bit of free time. And then Saturday, I've really got to get my life together. Anybody that's moved a lot knows the faster that you can get your life together in your house, the more like settled you're going to feel. That and I'm is still, true. I'm still living out of boxes and just <laughs> trying to get all this big. And every day I'm like, I can just do one box. But there's like literally, and I don't even have that much stuff. But for some reason, there's just another box every time I turn around. <laughs> so I got to focus on that. And then, uh, but she, but she was like, you, you got to get out and, and do something. I'm like, well, there's, you know, it's already kind of a weird time. It's a really hard time to move to a different city because you, as an adult, it's already hard to make friends, you know, right. and then especially in a quarantine situation, it's really hard yes. to make new friends. And my mom was commenting on our radio show uh, because mm-hmm. Jess, my co-host, had had mentioned that like she wanted to be friends with her uh, with a guy that came over to install her cable <laughs> because he just seemed like a nice guy. Like they were kind of hitting it off and she was like, I don't know, I feel I feel weird. I kind of feel weird just asking him to like be friends. And so he, one of his friends is actually listening to the show and connected us. And so we brought him on the radio and Jess was like, can you be my first friend? And it's this <laughs> funny little, you know, yuck, yuck radio bit, but, um, but see, but yeah. she's, she's extroverted. Yeah. And boy, see, she'll have she's no problem. There and she just asked the guy that came to her apartment to install cable. You've had workers in your apartment every day since the day you moved in. I'm not going to make you friends with have, workers. You have six friends by now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally, I like that idea alone, anybody that's introverted, like you'll understand. Like I cannot imagine <laughs> trying to make friends with somebody that comes to service my home for any reason whatsoever. Like you're in, like, I don't know. First, I didn't want you in my house in the first place for any reason. So then I'm really, really anxious when I'm like, Oh, like, how is this possible that you're, uh, uh, and then like, I don't know. I don't know. It just really stresses me out. And typically like, maybe I could go to like a yoga class or something and, you know, I went to that boxing gym and they, they have other stuff that you can do at a boxing gym with people. But I honestly don't know how I'm going to make friends. I'm really not quite sure. And mm-hmm. to be even more honest is, and maybe this weekend I'll feel differently. There's a couple of different people that have connected me with their friends that live here. Yeah. I, I also feel that's kind of weird, but I'll probably go down that route when I have a free second. I just don't have a free second right now, you know? And like, mm-hmm. 
I just, I want now to have a little bit of downtime. I just had a tiny bit this weekend. I'm just mm-hmm. going to chill for a little bit, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how you make friends as an adult because you have to remember too, there's no coworkers really at my work either. Like everyone's like, Hi. there's one other morning show in the building. But other than that, my boss comes in every now and then, yes. but he's, he's working from, everybody's working from home. So mm-hmm. I don't really know how I plan on making new friends. I'm sure I will, but I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I'm one to talk. I mean, how many friends do I have in Dawsonville? I've been here five years. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. It's very, it's very you, hard. Do you think it gets easier when you like retire? Because then you're kind of all in that same age group. You have that, your neighbor. You're friends with your neighbor. I'm friends with yeah. I'm friends with two of my neighbors. Yeah. Yeah, and that's nice. So I have yeah. two friends. Yeah. Yeah. So I joined a board of directors for an arts center that now looks like we're going to have to close because the funding's not there. Oh man, that sucks. No, that was bad. And I I enjoyed those people, and I um I joined a book club. But right. now they've all been meeting on Zoom. And quite honestly, I'm not really enjoying the books they're choosing. So that's a little bit of a bust, even though I did make a couple of lovely connections with women there. But I haven't really seen them. I had lunch with one. But yeah, it's hard. It is hard. You're right. It is hard. I, um, I don't know. I'm sure I'll figure it out. I'm sure I'll. And when I can actually get out and start doing things, well, I know. Be a lot and you know, you introduced me to the yoga studio here, which I was yeah. really enjoying. And um, I think there would, would have probably been at least three or four people there I really could have connected with. But then, of course, COVID came. Simpler times. Yep. The simpler times when you could just go out and do whatever you wanted. Now it's just weird. But you know, the change of season, fall, I mean, it it does give me hope. I mean, it's like the changing of the season that things do come and things do go and the world keeps turning and the seasons keep changing. And at some point in time, God only knows when, I hope it's sooner than later, this too will just be a memory. Right. Well, so, let's hope so. It's just, it's just, yeah, it's, honestly, I was thinking about this this morning and I know we got to get my dad on here in a second, but, um, I, um, I really, as it's starting to get cooler here in the morning, I don't really mind the face mask anymore. Mm. It kind of keeps the face warm. I was like, this is kind of nice. Yeah. Like, you, you, couldn't, you couldn't wear this typically, you know, right. if you're just, uh, in, in non COVID times, if you're looking for the, the upside in the situation, <laughs> um, my face stayed nice and warm this morning as I was walking into work. So I was really, you mean really as Jess was letting me back in? Yeah, Did you I find keep locking myself out of work. Yeah, that's bad. All right, let's uh, let's get my dad on. Uh, we got to do a, a new segment we called uh, "What Would Jimmy Mac Do?" So we'll <laughs> grab Dad if you would. Okay, hang on. J Mac. <laughs> Sounds like he's coming from quite a distance. That sounded like you were coming from a distance this time. Ah. Did you come ah. from far away? Oh, baby. Wait a minute, Steven. I'm grooving, baby. <laughs> All right. Yeah. What'd like, you say? I thought like we need a video of this. I need to see what it looks like when you come in the room. It's the best part of my life. Yeah. Okay. How you doing, bud? How you doing up there? Not snow yet. I'd go to Burlington, get you one of those Russian hats and some boots, snow boots. <laughs> <laughs> that may be a bit overkill. Yeah, I, I feel like our in, first I'd get them when it's warm, buddy. I, I think our first uh, our first winter is gonna be pretty dramatic for Jesse and myself <laughs> because <laughs> we haven't done hell, you know, I lived in Florida in the last decade. I've lived in Florida and then I lived in Phoenix and then I lived in uh in San Diego. So it's going to be a shock to you and it, to Kiki. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be everything. We're going to be going to be interesting. Hey, what happened to your suit? Eh? Your suit? My one suit? <laughs> yeah. What happened with that? Well, I bought this nice suit for uh I really was thinking ahead for Maggie's wedding last year and I bought a suit uh cuz all mine I had it outgrown, you know, living on a lake, you don't really need a suit. Right. And I wore it to one wedding of one of Maggie's friends. And I went in the, 
and that was like uh, six months ago. And I, so I went in there in the closet and realized, whoops, haven't taken it up to the uh, closet upstairs, the uh, cedar. cedar closet. But I had it in a bag, so I opened it up, hoping, hoping. And the moths had uh, eaten through the arm of this $800 suit. So what do you do? Is there nothing you can do about it? You're just, that's what it. That's you do it. About it. You throw it in the trash, you <laughs> kick yourself in the butt, and you go down and buy you another suit, and now it's going to cost $1,000. Oh, my God. I I don't think I would ever pay $1,000 for a suit. I've got a couple sports. I don't have a suit, but I have a couple sports coats. I don't think I pay more than about $50 for a blazer for that you're, reason alone. You're smart. That's why you got so much money. That's why you're rich. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> no, I'm not. Maybe so, because I'm not foolish like that. I'm not, not foolish like that. You, you you got that from my father, and of course you never knew him. He was cheap as hell. Yeah, that's I, right. I said to myself, I'm tired of leaving with this cheap son of a bitch. I'm over. <laughs> I, I guess what happened was I saw, I saw you spending thousand dollars on a suit. I'm like, I'll never spend a thousand dollars on a suit. Then I I pendulum the other way, you know. Yeah. I will never buy anything retail. That's my ne- dad never gives up. I say never pay retail. That's my. Well, <laughs> that's I'm my, in the fourth quarter, sort of. If you yeah. know what I mean. So I'm going to try to live it up, baby. Can't take it with you, right? Can't, can't take it with yeah. you. And the only thing I can do is leave, leave it for you. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend it. Yeah, <laughs> might as well. Sorry, might buddy. as well. All right. No, don't don't, don't give me any of it. I'm no, sorry. it's fine. It's your money. It's your yeah, money. Right. Just, just I I have uh, I have accepted that uh, upon upon my parents passing, I, I don't expect a, a massive inheritance. So Good. that like, like most <laughs> most people have kept, that. I've always kept you. Uh, what's the word? I've always uh, kept you. Uh, and that's not honest. I've always uh, been yeah. real. With modest, you, I modest, modest. I think is the word. Yeah, yeah. Been yeah. real. Yeah. I've always always uh, ne- never never thought that I was gonna. You know, that was actually when I was married was, was kind of my backup plan. Cause my ex wife's husband. I'm um, sorry, ex wife's um, father had a lot of money. I was like, well, that can that can be how I retire. I figured that. I figured that's that, why you married. One reason you married, but that's <laughs> but now that's gone. I'm like, well, Dad, you better stop buying thousand dollar suits because I'm trying <laughs> to retire at fifty. I'm gonna 50. do this for. 12 more years. So I got to figure out a way to nope. don't get any women in your life. Then be careful. <laughs> I know that's right. Or children. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of money. Okay. Let's do our, our Friday segment called what would Jimmy Mac do? Because my dad's philosophy is never give up. And if you ever feel like you're being screwed over by the man uh, and you want some advice on how to handle it, my dad can, he is uh he is the king of the Karens and he can, uh, he can tell you how to, uh, annoy anybody enough just to get get what you need done. So I uh, will read this. It was an Instagram message that I have a question for Jimmy Mac. I moved out of my apartment on the first of the month. I forgot to call the power company and tell them to turn the power off until the 17th. I finally remembered and called to shut it off and told them uh, that I haven't lived there since the end of last month and that I don't want to pay for it. They told me, sorry, we can't backdate your payment. Should I just accept it or call back and try again? And then it says Jimmy Mac fan club, which never give up, never <laughs> okay. give up. That's why we got a fan club. All right, <laughs> let me let me talk through this a little bit. I don't I don't have all the information. I don't know how much it's worth. Of course, you know what you know a dollar to her is worth you know more than me, to me. And right. so uh, so let's assume it's a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, and the next question, I, as I'm thinking through this. I'm wondering if she's staying with the same gas company, but moving, you know, to another location. So I think that's important too, to know, but anyway, so, <laughs> so let's assume she is. Cause I don't know how many gas companies are in California. I don't know where she's moving to because that's the key right there. I think what I would do is I would call back and ask to speak to the supervisor. And if, okay. the, and if the jerk won't, won't let you talk to her, I'd hang up the phone and call back and you'll get somebody else. <laughs> and the next jerk might, let you talk to a supervisor. Don't give up. You get to the supervisor. Okay. So let's assume we get there by a day or two of calling back and, uh, you, you, uh, you, uh, put your case out there and say, look here. Uh, I, I am so sorry. Uh, I'm on a limited budget 
And I, as you can see, I've been a good customer for a long time. I hope she's been a good customer for a long time. That's one of my dad's favorite lines, by the way. I've been a good customer for a long time. And uh, I am continuing to be a customer, as you can see. I can show you where I had moved, too. I, the, I can show you that I moved, and, I, and, I, and we've continued service at that location. But we are on a tight budget, and my, my, my husband is not working. I hope he's not working because I don't want to hurt a lie. And uh, <laughs> what happens? What happens if, if she doesn't have a husband or if he is working? It don't matter. Just throw it in okay. there. It in there. <laughs> you don't know. It might help. And hopefully, you know, you got somebody. Uh, some of these people can make that decision, and obviously, the person she talked to probably couldn't make that decision. So you got to find the person that can make it and has the empathy for mm-hmm. your situation. So that's my story. How do you, how many times have you had to call back? What's like your maximum time you have to call back to get? I think five or six to get to a supervisor, (laughs) you know, because, you know, some of the clerks don't have the ability and don't give a shit. Do you think it's worth the time? Because, again, like, you know, it's a a lot of time, but it's, yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, because somebody can do it. And, and uh, you're the customer, and it's, well, in this case, well, no, she's not leaving. Let's assume she's not leaving. She's just moved. They shouldn't charge her. They should understand this. See, that, that's a that's an easy one. That's that, If she moved and stayed on the same company, that's an easy, breezy. I could do that easy. All right. Next and one. I guess I, <laughs> oh. that's all we got. It's okay. one a week. It's one a week. That's all, all right. we got. <laughs> All, All right, right, there you go. What would uh, what would Jimmy Mac do? And if you've got a question, you can always DM me well, on Instagram, that guy Kramer. You well, can email me, that guy Kramer, at gmail.com. Yes. Well, I got another. You know, in this uh, the little oh. deal day, day too. <laughs> little deal. Oh, a little victory. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You you want to you want to kick that off? Well, yeah. I mean, right, well, then, if, then tell think, us. if you think four thousand three hundred dollars a month is is considered little. Well, what happened? Well, that's not really a little victory, but but go well, right ahead. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, found out that uh, I was going to. I found out that uh, I was approved for a drug uh, for my cancer, and uh, I was pretty excited about it. Rather than going to chemo, mm-hmm. and, uh, and then I thought to myself, "Well, the next challenge is who's going to pay for this thing? So, and how much it going to cost?" So, I checked. I went out of the internet and 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 Googled uh, uh, the VA's. Uh, uh, formulary for drugs and it wasn't on there. And so, oh God, this ain't good. Right. Cause I, I get my drugs, you know, uh, without any kind of, uh, uh, copay. Yeah. yeah. Zero. And so, uh, and I said, well, I've got private insurance. So I thought I'd call Kroger. So I called Kroger and said, Hey, here's the drug. What would this cost me with my, I got two insurance policies, you know, I've got, you know, Medicaid and Medicare, excuse me. And, uh, whatever the other one is, doesn't matter. And she said, well, Miss Yancey, I'm sorry to tell you, your insurance doesn't cover it. I said, uh-huh. what? I said, well, then how much would it cost me? To, she said, $4,300 a month. God, uh, <laughs> that's so crazy. What would Jimmy Mac do? So <laughs> I said, well, I got a problem. Long story short. I went back and forth between the doctor and the nurse, getting the information he needed. This is all in three or four days. And and, and her saying she can't reach him and him saying <laughs> he can't reach her. <laughs> and today at two o'clock, he calls me and says, it's approved. Now there you go. Never give up. <laughs> Never give up. <laughs> so no, so it's supposed to be 43,000 a month. And you end up paying 40, 40, no, it's only 4,300, Stephen. I'm sorry. It, oh, 4,300, 4,300. Yeah, only only 50,000 a year or for 10 yeah, years, crazy. it's half a million dollars. Think about that. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy amount of money. It's so, uh, and there are a lot of people who would just say, okay, I guess I'll pay the $4,000. Mabel, let's get us a second mortgage <laughs> on our house. and But not move. Jimmy Mack. He'll not harass Jimmy anybody. Mack. No way. I got it, baby. He'll harass anybody until they finally just give him what he wants. <laughs> anybody else want to suggest anybody else want to help? Uh, I think we're good for this week. All but right. if you got any questions, email me and we'll get them on. All right. There he goes. Love you. Love you. Bye. <laughs> well, it's outro music, too. This is new. Yep. <laughs> After that day, bye. Woo! <laughs> Three hundred dollars. That was a big victory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. All right. Let's uh.
we'll continue with this uh, in the spirit of uh, of the little victories. Mom, your little victory? Yes. Well, my little victory is really little compared to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been able to sleep in the bed the last two nights instead well, that's really of the good. chair. No, that's, that's what we talk about. So Friday's we talk mm-hmm. about little victories because like you got to mm-hmm. celebrate the little things that happen in your life too because that's really, really, really important yeah, as well, is. you know? It is uh, my, my little victory, and this was—I I know this is going to sound stupid to a lot of people unless you move a lot. But actually, at lunchtime today, I was able to not only finish unpacking my kitchen, but also most of my living room as well. And anytime wow. you move, every box you can get rid of is like is a little victory in itself. So, like when I put You're it in the getting. in the recycle pile, I was like, okay, thank you. That's that's very very beneficial. And that was very good. Good we work. want to know know your little victories. So, um, if you want to, uh, if you want to go on the Facebook page and let us know what they are, just for the week, and we can get it going on the certified fans page. I think it's just kind of nice. It's nice to hear the little things going on in your life. The little things, it right? Is. It is. Um, speaking, uh, I, I want to tell you this really quick. Is and I've been kind of harassing you this week before we get to the follow up Friday. Um, I I'm begging you. I'm literally begging you to. Please go vote for Certified Mama's Boy for the podcast magazine Hot Fifty. We're gonna be uh, we're up forty again this month, and we're hoping to make the chart. And I'm more nervous than ever because I just feel like it's you know Certified Mama's Boy has been uh, the second priority for me this month. So I just like, oh, is there anybody still listening? Oh, are we still gonna make it on the list? Oh, and then I think that as the list keeps, because it's only been they've only been doing this for a couple of months, and we're number two this month. And I fear that as more people know about it that works again the competition has become more fierce so what i'm asking is if you've got an extra literally it takes less than a minute go on to if you just text the word vote v-o-t-e to 888 kramer 8 i'll send you a link back or you can go to the show notes there's a link there or just google podcast magazine hot 50 there's a place for you to vote for three podcasts if you want to just vote for ours cool if you got time to vote for two others uh the upside podcast with Jeff and Callie is a great one to vote for. It's our sister podcast. And if you want to vote for the Kramer and Jess uncensored podcast, I'd love to make that one on the chart. So yeah, I'll go vote for that's the uncensored podcast I do for my radio show. So that's mm-hmm. on there as well. Speaking of podcast magazine though, mom, uh, I, uh, uh we, they're going to do some type of, because we've, we've been doing so well on the chart is they're going to be doing some type of, I don't know if it's a podcast episode or something, but they, they asked me to send over some audio of the show. Oh. And so I was trying to figure out like what to send. And like, it's hard because I didn't want to send them more than like a minute because I'm not trying to send them like a whole episode. So what do I, how do I like encompass the show? I didn't want to make it too serious because I didn't want people to be like that are, I don't know. I, I don't know. I was just, it was hard to like figure out how to like really capture the show in a minute. Cause it's kind of all over the place. I can't just send them Jimmy Mac. People be so confused on what's going on. So, <laughs> Um, the, the clip that I sent them, and this is how our show is going to be. And I was like, I don't know if my mom's going to like this or not, but the clip that I sent them was you talking about how you're going to rig the board game, uh, for <laughs> the family. <laughs> now, this doesn't really encompass Nancy Yancey, but I feel like without knowing anything about our show, that might be, my mom had said that she had bought this board game or this, this card game or something. And, uh, it is basically, it's a lot of like knowledge questions you had to know. So her plan was, and she did so poorly over the weekend, she was going to go read all the cards and study the questions. <laughs> So I sent that. Oh, jeez. Oh, sent that I was one just over. Studying. Yeah, was studying. Just knowledge. It wasn't right. planning to just cheat. Mm-hmm. That's well, why it's that. called. I should have known that. That's what. Uh, that's what they're going to know you as. All right, let's okay. get to our quote for today, Mom. Okay. Um, to end our week in memory of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, I wanted to share a part of the service um, from Wednesday. And Rabbi Lauren Holtzblatt, whose husband served as one of Ginsburg's law clerks, called Ginsburg a true American hero during her remarks at the memorial on Wednesday. To be born into a world that does not see you, that does not believe in your potential, that does not give you a path for opportunity or a clear path for education— and despite this, to be able to see beyond the world you are in, to imagine that something can be different, that is the job of a prophet. And it mm. is the rare prophet who not only imagines a new world, 
but also makes that new world a reality in her life in her lifetime. This was the brilliance and vision of Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Mm. Isn't that so true and so beautifully stated? So what do you think about all that? Well, you know, what I'm excited about is, you know, I've seen all these young girls who are now really idolizing idolizing her and they know her from the RBG documentary and Yeah, she kind of became this cool icon, which I think is so funny to me, you know? Like yeah, this just this tiny little old woman became so you know uh, iconic. Yes, and I and has there ever been a justice that no. was like her ever? No, uh-uh. I mean, how no, exciting no. and inspiring. So when you think about the next generation and their impressions of her and their motivations because of all she's done, my goodness, just imagine what the next generation can do with just being inspired by her. I know. I'm excited. I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see how this next generation is going to be, you know, like Mm -hmm. what they're going to do with this world. And, you know, I feel like I'm like my generation were kind of cool. And then like the 20 year olds were kind of cool, but I think like the teenagers right now are like, yeah, they're super cool right now. So I hope they keep running with that torch because they, the youth are amazing and they're driven and they have, support and community and it's just really wonderful things that are happening now so it'll be a marvel to watch and what a blessing um she was to us yep absolutely all right a couple of minutes we're going to get to uh follow-up friday and you know she we're going to talk to or we're going to hear from uh do you remember the girl that was like I've been with my boyfriend for I think almost close to two years. I, I don't think he's the one, but our apartment lease is coming up. Like it, it was already kind of like a big decision she had to make. But wow, what hit her next? We I was like I, I I doubt she could even see this one coming. Totally makes it even more complicated. Now, can you really leave him? Oh. We're gonna get to it here in just uh, just a couple of seconds. First, uh, let's talk about our friends over at BetterHelp. BetterHelp is it's honestly one of my favorite ones to talk about because I see the benefits myself almost every day. Uh, I had a, uh, a session uh, earlier today or just a really quick session um, in between work. And that was what's really cool is you can literally with a quick 30 minute session, uh, I could meet with Dr. Jag on my phone from work and then hop back into work. It doesn't take a lot of time, no matter where you're at. And I did it from my phone, you know? So mm-hmm. it's a, and it was a video call, a video conference. Like you're FaceTiming with a therapist, like a licensed therapist. And uh, it's no matter where you go, where you are, you've got therapy in your pocket pretty much. And I can message her constantly. And it's it's a really cool way to do therapy. If you've been thinking about, you know, hey, I need, I need some help with this. I got I to gotta break through this or I need to, to get some help with this. Then Hopefully, you'll check out BetterHelp. Uh, I know my sister does. I know a lot of you guys do it. Uh, a lot of people have had a lot, of, a lot of good success from this podcast. So, you know, if you are, it's not, it's not like self-help. It's professional counseling. And you can literally, it, like I said, it's timely. And you get, uh, you get these thoughtful responses to anything that you're going through. Plus, you can schedule video or phone sessions. It's, it's a godsend. So go to betterhelp.com if you're dealing with things like depression, stress, anxiety, relationship, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief or self-esteem problems. And if you just go to betterhelp.com slash Kramer, you'll get 10% off your first month. You can join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. It's uh, betterhelp.com slash Kramer. And I think I told you this yesterday, but there's so many people that are checking out BetterHelp. They're actually recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So uh, I think it's fresh from this podcast alone. I want to take, I'll take a little bit of credit for our podcast family for that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so uh, go check it out. Betterhelp.com slash Kramer. Also, thank you to our friends over at Skillshare for being a, a sponsor of this show today. We like having Skillshare on because my mom, my mom's a massive fan of Skillshare. You just signed up for another class, didn't you? I did. This is fun. So this is um, September 28th through October 26th, and it's created daily art practice, this Inktober, and it's a 28-day self-care challenge. And then there's another one, um, same time, become an, an artivist, an art for change workshop. And the really, same, an activist and an artist at the same uh, time? Is that what it is? An artivist. 
Okay. Take on activists. Yeah. Art for Change workshop. And then I didn't sign up for all these, but they send me creative writing ones. And so these are the the four they they've sent me. Make yeah. creativity your career. Four week intensive with creative entrepreneurs and creative writing boot camp. Find and write your best story. That's so cool. Those are all really creative, fun things to do. And I'm going to do the create a daily art practice this Inktober. Oh, cool. That's yeah. really cool. Well, there's a ton of classes for you to go hop into right now. Uh, and when you when you join, like I said, it's a two-month free premium membership. So why wouldn't you go check it out? This sounds like something, you know. And there's all kind of all kind of uh, classes on there from illustration, fine arts, crafts, web development, marketing, uh, creative writing. You know, it's like and they're short. They're like 45 minutes to an hour. So, mm-hmm. like, you can learn so much in, like, such a small amount of time. And I've always said my mom can do it. Anybody can do it. So. <laughs> true why don't you go uh, why don't you go join to get that two month free premium membership at skillshare.com slash kramer skillshare.com slash kramer this is actually the last time we're gonna be talking about skillshare for quite some time so let's go show them that the podcast family mm-hmm. shows up it's be, be really important for you to go if you don't mind again it's free it's free to, to you know for two months so if you don't mind just going in and creating that membership it'd really be helpful to our show so you can get your two months premium membership and explore your creativity at skillshare.com slash Kramer. All right. Uh, follow up Friday where we follow up on some, ask my moms uh, here in just a couple seconds. And I, she thought she, she thought he wasn't her soulmate realized he wasn't like her, her, her soulmates. And, but then this, this came out of left fields and now what is she supposed to do? Uh, we'll get to that in a second. First, hi to all of our certified fans. Yeah. We love you so much. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. Um, we, it's a certified fan, someone that, that basically you're a, I don't know if you're a stockholder, but you're a investor. (laughs) Right. $5 or more investor into this show. Yes. And, uh, and we just, we just genuinely appreciate your support. Uh, it's this pod. I, I think by now, if we didn't have the, the certified fans, because obviously we have some ads, but it's really the certified fan donations that really, you know, keep this thing going. So um, if you want to become one, just text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer-8. You get all kind of perks. Uh, you're about to get another perk next week. I'll put some more information on because I got to get it finalized this weekend. Uh, but you're going to get another discount uh, really soon. So uh, all kind of perks. I try to just, just give back as many ways as I can for you that, you know, put you know, put yourself in the, um, the help uh, or the position to support the show. So uh, today, mom, you're going to love this one. Our, our, our latest certified fan is Jessica Dutra. Jessica Aww, Dutra. Oh, love Jessica. <laughs> My co girl. That's yeah. right. Okay. Three big whoop whoops for her. <laughs> okay. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Love yes, thank that. you, Jess. Love thank that. you, Jess. Sweet girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you want to be, a, you, you you deserve a whoop whoop. And we're going to get to all of our certified fans. So uh, we'd love to have for you to join. Text fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. All right, let's do some follow-up Fridays because I know you guys are, I'm just as nosy as you are. <laughs> and I want to find out, like once we give people advice, like what happens to these people, right? Like what happens to these situations? So yes. I take time to message some of these people back and just kind of find out like what happened. The ones that kind of we were the most, um, the most curious about and this is one that we were all like, eh, something seems fishy about this one. Um, so remember the girl that said that she had been dating this guy for like a year. I'm just going to kind of scroll through her message. And uh, for the past couple of weeks, he went to hang out with his friends at their apartment. And then, one night he just disappeared. Remember? And then like, he like didn't respond to her text messages or calls. Do you remember the story mom for like hours? Uh-huh. And then he came home drunk and he said he was at church. Yeah. Remember? Uh-huh. And we were all like, uh, that sounds weird. But he swore like, um, that he took an Uber from the church home. And that's how, that's the way she found out was he checked, she checked her, um, his phone. And that's when she was like, Oh my God, I can't believe it. So, um, yeah, so that was uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not good. Not good. Not good. Um so she actually followed up with me last week mm-hmm. and she said, I wanted to write you because I wanted to write you back because I know you f- do follow-up stories. I found out last week that my now ex had been cheating on me the whole time. Oh 
I should have known it in my gut. I found out in the worst way possible last Tuesday, somebody was knocking on my bedroom window, yelling for him to come out. We both went outside. It turns out that the girl who he had been sleeping with, uh, found out about me and wanted to confront both of us. Oh. So I packed my stuff and left that night. I'm really sad right now, but more mad that I didn't trust my gut. I love oh. you forever. And thanks for letting me vent. Uh, yeah, that was a really tricky, mm. tricky one. Oh, um, well, much love to her. She yeah. deserves better. Yeah. Better will come along. I just think, I think it's like, if it sounds too crazy to be true, it's probably too crazy to be true. Yeah. And I feel like if your gut's telling you that something is, is a certain way, mm-hmm. sometimes you really got to dig into that a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. You know, you just really got to. Got to trust it. Got to trust it because, I mean, I didn't think he was at church, <laughs> you know. Like, yeah, that was a little bit far-fetched. That was just a weird one. Okay, here's the one that, that shocked me. This is the one that I, I reached out to her because I was I was kind of curious how this one turned out. Um, she was the one that said um, she she had written us, I forget when. It was early on, though. Uh, she'd been dating a boy for, for almost two years, and the last month she kind of realized he's not the one. Oh, yeah. Um, and he was like wanting to get married and she's like, I don't feel it anymore. Mm-hmm. And we've both been working from home. And so that's like when she started to realize this is like right after the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. So she was saying like our apartment is up, like our lease is up. And so now I'm really kind of like in this weird thing. Like he's wanting to resign the lease and I'm skeptical about it, but I don't know what to do. So I reached out to her. So this is, well, um, she said, well, lo and behold, two weeks after I messaged you back in April, I found out that I'm pregnant. <gasps> oh, yeah. Oh. Is that surprise? Exclamation point. She said, because of that, I decided to go ahead and re-sign the lease. Oh. I'm in a weird spot now because I come from a very devout Catholic background. And I know that my mom would not be supportive of us splitting while I'm pregnant. I don't know what to do, but with everything going on, I'm staying put with him for the time being. I'm sure he would be a good husband. I just know that there's something missing here, but I'll keep you posted on what we decide to do. What, what would you, what, what do you say in that situation, mom? That's a tricky one. I never say you should get married because of kids, but wow. Like if you're already, you know, they were getting married, right? But she did say she was sticking with him. Well, what do you say to what? Because what would, I, I think bringing, I guess, and for fear of upsetting her family. What do you What do you say to parents, though? I think maybe that's where this can come in right now. Is like, mm-hmm. what do you say to parents that 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 might be in that situation where their kids come to them and they're you know it's not ideal situations, obviously. Um, you know, I think you need to try to I guess if that were me I would try to understand what they wanted and needed and then I would do my best to support them even if it if it went against what I believed in right because I mean they're adults obviously and you know to stay with someone because of a child is never a good thing does uh, that ever, I wonder if that ever works out. And if you want to be a part of that, 888-Kramer8, because I wonder if anybody like – because in her situation, I'm wondering if if they have a common goal to work towards, you know, could it possibly bring them back together? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. I mean, yeah. Anything's possible. Yeah. Um, and, I, I mean, in a perfect world, wouldn't we love that? Yeah. This child really – help them to understand how much they do genuinely love and want to be together, um, love each other and want to be together. That would be a really beautiful fairy tale ending. Sure. But yeah. You might have been in a spot like that before. 888-Kramer8. Like, did a kid, like, save your situation? We Did you have one foot out the door? And then did it bring you back together? If you've got any feedback on that, because I'm sure she'd love to hear that too. Mm-hmm. 888-Kramer8. You can call and leave a message or text. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I, I wish the best for everybody. I think especially with the first situation, like mm-hmm. it's better just to know if it's happening anyway, it's better just to know and just get out, you know? It is. Mm-hmm. So, but it's a, it's, a, it's a punch in the gut. On a much brighter note though, happy birthday, mom. Oh, thank I love you, Rodney. So and much. Get out and play this weekend in my honor, okay? I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to try to get out in a little bit. I just got to get these back, these boxes unpacked, and take a lot of naps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I wish I could be there for your birthday. But I'm sure we'll celebrate digitally. I can we Facetime in and will, and we will be together soon. I hope. I know my our. I, I so funny because I got a, an email from my boss yesterday saying. All right, we gotta start talking about Christmas, no. uh, Christmas vacations, and I'm like, oh my gosh, we just got here. Like, what? Can't wait. So, before you know, it'll be the holidays. It will be. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, I love you. Love you forever. Okay. At the end of the show, I give you the good news, and then I give you a made me laugh or made me think, and then I send you on your way for the day, and I say thank you for being here and we'll start with our good news um i'm gonna save the dog story for a second because you know every dog story i see i'm gonna share with you because i just love them let's start over in the uk there's a dad that just finished a bicycle ride to raise money for several charities and he cycled the entire 200 mile trip on a tiny pink bike his name is Wesley Hamnet, and he planned to make the, the much longer ride from Russia to his home in Manchester and even bought a plane ticket to go. But then travel restrictions, right, forced him to change his plans. So instead of going the 1,250 miles he was going to bike, he decided he was going to ride from Glasgow, Scotland, back to Manchester. But the father of two, he's like, I'm going to challenge myself a little bit. So he decided to ride the whole entire thing on his eight-year-old daughter's bicycle. <laughs> Uh, his name's Wesley. Wesley admits he wasn't sure if he was going to be able to make it, especially since he had to stop to change the bike's tires three, uh, sorry, eight times. Eight times. But he kept pedaling, and after six days, he finally made it home. He said, uh, I'm so overwhelmed, but it's been a real blessing. So... Uh, and he raised he raised money too. Raised a lot of money for charity too for doing it. So, I do you have you ridden parents have you ridden your kid's bike before? Because I can't imagine the challenge that must be. My knees already feel like in pain from just thinking about like the like the logistics of that. Uh, okay, and let's get to a dog story because dog stories always make me feel good. This one's over in Mississippi, so it was kind of a typical day's work for uh, they kind of turned into this res- rescue operation for a team of bridge inspectors. Craig Jenkins, who's a, a bridge inspection engineer for the company Stantec, was checking out the bridge over the Mississippi River when he spotted something very unexpected. It was a dog. So the dog had actually been stranded on this adjacent bridge structure 120 feet above the river near Nas. Is it Natchez? It's over in Mississippi. Who cares? So Ryan, who was the lead climber and rescue tech for the team, he made his way down, got the dog, checked her out for any kind of injuries, and was able to make this makeshift harness and use uh, and luckily uh, have a rope to then bring her up. Luckily, she wasn't hurt, and he was able to lift her up back to safety. He says, uh, no one was sure how she ended up down there. Cause I, I, go see this video, by the way. you got to go see this video over in the show notes. I don't even know how this dog would end up over there. Uh, he's like, but this heartwarming rescue story proves that all, not all heroes wear capes. So go go see the story. It's over in the show notes. If you love dogs, you got to go see this one. It's, it's cool. And I just love when people's hearts uh, get so much bigger for animals. I wish we could be that way for everybody. But it's cool. I just think it's cool that we we all feel that way towards animals. So um, in honor of my mother's 68th birthday, we're going to end today with a made me laugh for her. And unfortunately, Mom, according to Patton Oswald, you don't actually celebrate this birthday. There's only about 20 birthdays you should be allowed to celebrate. And the others, you're wasting cake and paper. You're wasting <laughs> cake. Did you not see the Al Gore movie? We need to conserve cake and paper. Here are the 20 you can celebrate. One through nine, you get a birthday. Because you're a little kid. A little kid gets a birthday. Ten, you get a birthday. Because now you're in the double digits. Something's different, all right? Eleven and twelve, no birthday. That's not special. I'm twelve, great, go to school. Who gives a shit? I'm not wrapping something up for twelve. Thirteen, you get a birthday. Because now you're a teenager. Something's different now. 14, 15, no birthday. No birthday. I can make a learner's permit. Who gives a shit? 
don't care. 16, you get a birthday, because now you can drive. The laws have changed. 17, no birthday. 18, awesome birthday, because you can buy a gun and you can vote. In fact, you should celebrate that one by shooting a hole through a ballot. That's how you should just, yeah, Prop 31. When you're 19, you get a birthday because it's your last year as a teenager. When you're 20, you get a birthday. Anytime you enter a new set of 10s, 20, 30, 40, 50, you get a birthday. 21, you get an awesome birthday, and then that's it. A birthday every 10 years. I'm 26. Great. Go to work. Who gives a shit? That whole video is really funny. It's over in the show notes. And Thank you so much. Listen, go give my mom a shout out for her birthday. She would love that. So, you know, she's on Instagram at Sinner Nancy. You can go on the certified Facebook page and uh, she would love to hear from you, I'm sure, on the DMs and uh, whatever you want to say. Just happy birthday. And I, I, I love my mom so much. And I'm, I'm just glad I get to share with you on a daily basis. And so thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting the show. Text the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8 because I want to uh, to add some more certified fans. How about for her birthday? That can be her birthday present. <laughs> I just told you what she wanted for her birthday. And uh, some merch in the merch store. Text the word merch, M-E-R-C-H, to 888-Kramer8. And all that's down in the show notes as well. Have a great weekend. We'll see you back here Monday. Bye-bye. Hey, Kramer and Mama Nancy. Um, this is Amber from Atlanta. I'm calling about um, the question you guys put forth about women in leadership positions. I think that it kind of depends on whether the industry or the company is male dominated or not, whether um, there's an issue with that. And I definitely know what you guys have, um, what you're talking about, because my last retail manager, my district manager, is what got me to leave retail because she was that type of personality and just very um, two-faced and manipulative and all of the above negative attributes. Um, however, me being a leader and coming up within the industry, um, I, w- I was a firm believer. I was a tough boss because I do um, have high expectations and standards for the stores I ran. However, my teams always knew that I was going to lead by example and that I would never ask them to do something that I myself don't do. Being a younger female also was, was, was there was always something to prove and it just got, it just got to be too much. There is definitely a gender bias in leadership. So I hope that point of view um, answers some of your questions. But yeah, it's a big part of why I left. It just got to be too much and it was very toxic for me. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.